Another Bowden bomb was dropped about the Cardinal. We'll find out what the former GM is saying about the team now. What free agents are left that could still help this team, both on the mound and in the field? We'll talk about it all on today's episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinal fans. I'm J.D. Haffern, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou, and a lifetime Cardinals fan. And I am your host for Locked on Cardinals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, covering your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio. Follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Also available on YouTube. Make sure if you're going to go over to YouTube, you like, you subscribe, you comment so you can interact with us. Hit the notification button so you know when new episodes are going to get posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Now, the offseason is always chock full of news and rumors, but lately things have been awfully quiet. You know, it's been a little silent around the St. Louis Cardinals. You know, we had the Wilson Contreras news. The signing back on December the 9th, and that was fun. We had a good time with that, but since then, it's been mostly crickets. And thank heaven for former MLB GM Jim Bowden, who has decided to shake up the beehive a little bit for the Cardinals fans once again, dropping this nugget in his latest column on The Athletic. Now, before we get into it, for those of you who are unfamiliar with who Jim is, he's a former general manager. Uh, he was with the Reds, he was with the Nationals, and he's held a number of different jobs in the baseball media community. Uh, he's on MLB Network Radio, he used to be on ESPN, Fox Sports Radio, and so forth. Uh, he writes for The Athletic now, and he's one of those guys that just kind of puts things together and just gets people talking, okay? You can't always take everything that he says, uh, like, that it's 100% true, but he knows people. He certainly is still in circles in the uh, Major League Baseball community. So when he writes something, we we pay attention to it, whether we think it's uh, BS <laughs> or whether we think it's something that's actually happening. So um, in the new write-up that he did on The Athletic, it's titled, What I'm Hearing from MLB Front Offices is the Next Move for Every Team. He goes through uh, each team, goes through each division, and drops a paragraph with something about the team. Now, in the opening, he explains that he got in touch with decision makers in all 30 MLB front offices to find out directly from them what organizational needs they hope to fill next this offseason. He puts, please keep in mind, they're not allowed to talk about specific free agents, nor do they openly share trade talks, obviously because it would hurt their efforts to complete a deal. Still, many were candid in their responses. Okay, so you've been warned. That's kind of the disclaimer before you go into his article. And this is what he wrote about the Cardinals. And it's got fans either, probably there, there's two sides of the fence here for Cardinals fans on this. You're either salivating over what Jim Bowden has written, or you're angry because of the lack of information that he offers. So here he is. I quote, the Cardinals filled their biggest offseason need when they signed catcher Wilson Contreras. Now they are open-minded and looking for ways to improve their team. They are actively pursuing trades and keeping tabs on the free agent market. It is believed the Cardinals are working to acquire a certain player, but want to make sure more specifics don't become public because it would hurt their chances of completing a trade. 
they're not done making moves. End quote. Well, son of a gun, Jim. Thanks a lot. Like, you basically gave us a paragraph of nothing. It's it's just a tease. Because the issue here is that he doesn't give us any clues whatsoever about who this certain player is. So all we can do as a fan base and as a community is speculate. I mean, it could be anyone, right? It could be Mike Trout he's talking about, you know? That's not realistic, but that's how vague what he wrote is. Uh, It could be a pitcher like uh, Chris Sale, you know? We've talked about him a decent amount recently. It could be a relief pitcher. It could be a backup infielder for all we know, which kind of reminds me of the moment where when I started reading this, and it, it, it reminded me of the original Die Hard, one of the the great Christmas movies of all time when the cops are down on the ground and they're discussing uh, who they think John McClane is. They haven't told him who he is or he hasn't told them who he is yet. Okay. He said, call me Roy. He hasn't, you know, let him know that he's a cop or anything. And the one cop that he's talking to most of the time, Sergeant Powell says he thinks he's a cop. And the guy in charge is deputy chief of police. Robinson asks, well, how do you know that? And Powell says, you know, things he said, like the ability to spot a fake ID and Robinson retorts, Jesus, pal, he could be a bartender for all we know. That's how this article makes me feel. It just leaves us in the dark, clinging to possibilities that may never come to fruition. Now, obviously, you hear they're targeting a certain player and your mind is going to immediately take you to like some big name. So it's like some splash move by the team to help add to the acquisition of Contreras this offseason and push this team into that elite status with uh, other teams, you know, like the Mets, the Phillies, the Braves, all these other teams that have made deals, spent money, yada, yada, yada. So what I did is I I combed through the rest of his article, right? You know, I want to read everything that he's got to say, see if I can pick up on any other clues. Uh, One team that stands out that he mentions attempting to make moves, because most of the time in this article, he's talking about each team and what they want to add, not so much what they're trading away, okay? Well, he mentions the Miami Marlins a couple of times. He brings up their depth at starting pitching and that outside of Alcantara, Edward Cabrera, and Yuri Perez, they'll listen to offers on almost any every and every other pitcher in their organization, but they haven't found a deal that they like yet. Now, we know that the Cardinals have at least shown some sort of interest in talking to the Marlins about some of their starting pitching, specifically Pablo Lopez, right? Uh, He also brings up the Marlins when talking about the Red Sox, saying Boston has been working on trades with the Marlins, who have a veteran shortstop, Miguel Rojas, and a proven starter, Pablo Lopez, that they'd be willing to move. Okay. Remember, he said at the beginning of the disclaimer, they didn't tell me any specifics about certain trades or anything, yet he's got names right there written down when it comes to the Boston Red Sox trying to make a deal. But he doesn't say anything about the Cardinals, guys. Um, Here on this podcast, on Locked on Cardinals, we've talked about the Dodgers and the Cardinals looking like a decent fit if they wanted to trade, you know, do the do the do the trade for a you know a starting pitcher for an outfielder. That would be a move that might make sense. Uh, Bowden says under the Dodgers section, the Dodgers' top priority right now is to acquire an outfielder, ideally a center fielder, but it could be a corner outfielder instead. They'd prefer to trade for one and are one of the many teams that have been involved in trade talks with the Pirates regarding Brian Reynolds. Again, disclaimer at the beginning. They didn't mention anything about, uh, you know, it couldn't say anything about trades. But yet again, he mentions <laughs> the Dodgers dealing with the Pirates for for Brian Reynolds, which, you know, obviously it's going to be a top target for any team that's looking for an outfielder. But the Cardinals obviously have Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson, 
Lars Newbar. Those are your starters right now going into the season, but you've also got Alec Burleson, Juan Yepes, Moises Gomez, Jordan Walker. They're all waiting for some playing time as well. So if a team is looking for an outfielder, I mean, you would think they'd have the Cardinals on speed now, right? You know, they, they've got some depth there. Uh, the Dodgers have multiple guys the Cardinals would be interested in as far as how their starting rotation is put together. Julio Rios, we've talked about him. Tony Gonsolin, Dustin May. Those are the standout choices uh, as far as like young pitchers that if you were to make a swap of a younger outfielder for a starting pitcher, those would all make sense as pieces that would go together, right? What also stinks about this article is what if nothing happens? Then we don't know if he was just making things up or there was actually something in the works. If no deal ever happens, this just becomes another failed rumor. They got, you know, Cardinal fans talking, people like me talking. Um, I guess we're going to have to wait and see, but I don't know. There's parts of me that love Jim Bowden because he gets us, you know, to conversate a little bit more about things. But then there's stuff like this where he says something, but actually says nothing at all. So. We'll see if something ends up happening on down the road, but the uh, the mystery continues of who the Cardinals, who this certain player is that the Cardinals might be targeting. Uh, there are still a few free agents that have real names that are available that could have an impact for the Cardinals this season. We're going to talk about them next on Locked on Cardinals. Uh, BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. For pro football, the college bowl season, to basketball, to the NHL, the Blues are in action tonight, taking on the New Jersey Devils. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. Uh, number one, Georgia. Number three, TCU. Going to play for that national championship. Bulldogs still 12.5-point favorites. Uh, according to the latest numbers that I looked at at betonline.net. Uh, the over-under at 63, so you can put money on that. NFL this weekend, it looks like we're going to have a normal full slate. Uh, they did make a decision that uh, they're not going to end up playing that Bengals-Bills game anymore, but the teams are all going to continue to play this weekend. Uh, you've got Saturday games to think about. Kansas City at Vegas, Chiefs favored by 9.5. The Sinking Titans, who uh, I, I think I read earlier, they're going to have Derrick Henry back at running back against the Rising Jaguars. The Jags are favored by 6.5. That game will be in Jacksonville. So uh, lots of stuff to bet on. There's always they're, they're always the fastest, the easiest way to get your betting info at betonline.net. So head on over to the website today. You can use your mobile device instead if you want to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Locked on MLB Prospects host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. You know, he's the one that's told us about guys like uh, Mason Wynn and Moises Gomez and Jordan Walker. He's got the scoop on people like that. Uh, it's free. It's available wherever you get your podcasts, so check them out if you uh, get an opportunity to do that. Locked on MLB Prospects. Now, the Cardinals have made one impact-free agent signing this offseason, Wilson Contreras, who was a huge signing, right? He was the top free agent catcher on the market. And now that the top-tier guys at all the other positions are pretty much gone, it's time to sift through what's left to see if anyone else could be useful for this team in 2023. And I don't want to, you know, make it sound like we're going dumpster diving because that's not what's happening. You know, we're not, we're not digging into the California Penal League, you know, looking for people. but. At the same time, there are there are some decent names that are still out there and some guys that I think could help this team. Uh, Derek Gould from STLToday.com in the Post-Dispatch did a piece. Uh, he named mostly pitchers in his article, but he brought up a couple of left-handers. And I've said from the get-go, if you're going to try 
to make this team a lot better in 2023. And you weren't going to go after the very expensive shortstops and people, you know, you got your Contreras, uh, the starting pitchers were going to be too expensive. Then why not build an elite bullpen, right? Well, he brings up a, a few relief pitchers in his article, uh, two of them from the left-handed side, which I want to talk about here. Uh, Andrew Chafin, who was with the Tigers last year, says he's been on the team's radar before and would either replace or team up with Genesis Cabrera as the lefties in the pen. Hold on. I actually got a sweet picture of uh, Andrew Chafin. You guys ready for On YouTube, you can see this. There he is. Yeah, dude. That's good stuff. Um, but uh, Gould writes that he could team up or replace Genesis Cabrera if Cabrera doesn't bounce back next year as the uh, lefties in the bullpen, which if you keep Cabrera and you get a Chafin, then Zach Thompson could then go into that swingman long relief role. I don't know how many people we need in that role, <laughs> but it, the Cardinals got a lot of them that can do it. Uh, Chafin had great numbers last year, 64 appearances, 2.83 ERA. Uh, also had a 10.5 per nine strikeouts rate, which is very, very attractive. We've mentioned uh, numerous times that the team would like to uh, get more swing and miss type of stuff on the mound in general. So in their starting rotation and, of course, in the bullpen as well. So um, that's pretty good. And then if you're looking at this picture, maybe the most important thing to notice is that he's got that sweet Al Roboski like Fu Manchu mustache thing going on there. So, I mean, how do you say no to a, to a beautiful, beautiful face like that? I don't know if you can, right? So anyway, there's Andrew Chafin. Um, lefty reliever Matt Moore also brought up in the article. Uh, he was with the Rangers last year. Um, it seems like Matt Moore should be like 45 years old by now, right? Doesn't it seem that way? The guy's been around forever, but he came up with the Rays back in 2011. He was 22 years old, and he was like one of their young studs that was coming up and who was going to be this phenomenal pitcher. And it never really happened for him as a starter, and he's made a pretty good transition into a relief pitcher over the last couple of years after basically puttering out as a starter. It just didn't work out for him. But last year, sub-2 ERA, 1.95 and 63 appearances. He struck out 27.3% of the hitters he faced for a 10.1 strikeouts per nine ratio. And uh, an added bonus here, he was good against both righties and lefties. In fact, the righties hit just 165 off of them. So if you're a left-hander and you can get both sides of the plate out, that's pretty darn good. So um, a couple of guys you that maybe the Cardinals should look at. I am definitely on board with signing one, if not both of them. Like you can never have enough left-handed pitchers in your bullpen. And if you got a guy like Matt Moore who can get the righties out too, then, then even better. But uh, I would love to see the guys. If you're not going to spend money on other parts of this team right now, go build that elite bullpen, man. I mean, bullpens are so important these days. You've got pitchers most of the time not going past five, six innings anymore. So your bullpen is pitching almost half the game all the time. So why not invest in a bunch of phenomenal arms and put them out there in that bullpen? You know, all these young guys, they'll be in waiting. They're still there. You don't have to have them throw this year. You know, you can send them back down to Memphis and let them work out some more. Um, Next on his list here. Now, he listed a couple of right-handed relievers. Back to Derek Gould's article. Uh, he put Michael Fulmer in there. If you remember, Michael Fulmer actually won the uh, 
whoops, hit the wrong button there on YouTube. Uh, he actually won the Rookie of the Year award back in 2016 with the Detroit Tigers. He was a starter back then. Has had some injury issues, but uh, I guess his transition into a reliever role. Hazewood East product, David Phelps, another name he mentions. Not, my thing is, I don't know if the Cardinals need a right-handed bullpen guy. Like I feel like they've got plenty of these dudes just kind of sitting back there right now. If they were like elite level, like, you know, somebody who was coming in, it was going to be like just lights out. I could understand, but I don't know if either one of those guys actually is in that category. In fact, I know they're not. <laughs> so I don't really have a lot of interest in them joining the team, but um, I don't know. There's a few bullpen guys that you could think about, but I, I definitely like both of those left-handers. If uh, they decide they want to go down and get Chafin and more, by all means, go do it, Mo. Uh, we're going to talk about the free agent position players, which includes a former number one overall prospect in the league and a former MVP next on Locked on Cardinals. So back to Derek Gould's article here uh, on his list. He only listed, he, he listed five players, four of them relief pitchers, and then he went with uh, one position player, okay? Uh, he put former Padre Jerkson Profar on the list, and I think he did it just so that he didn't have all pitchers on there. He kind of hints at that in the article, but we've gone over Jerkson Profar before. Obviously, he's got some talent, was the former number one overall prospect in baseball with the Rangers back in the day. Uh, 29 years old now, I believe, but on this Cardinals team, I don't, I don't even know where you would put him. You know, I, I, it's not like he's a dominant player at any position that he goes to. I don't think that he wants to be a backup player going into 2023 and earn backup player money. So as I've said before, I think someone, you know, bar, if an injury or something happens in spring training, maybe he has to wait until that goes down. But I think somebody signs him for more money than the Cardinals are willing to offer. And I definitely think somebody is going to give him a chance to play almost every day. Um, back to the Jim Bowden uh, story earlier from The Athletic, uh, he put the Yankees as somebody who could be interested in profile, and I agree with that. That makes a lot of sense because he could play left field for uh, the New York Yankees this year, and um, that makes sense, right? And they can give him a lot more money than the Cardinals would be willing to offer. But he wouldn't have a starting job on this team, so I don't, I don't understand why Jerickson Profire would be somebody that fits what the Cardinals need. Now, if the Cardinals do decide to make a move by, say, trading an outfielder, I'd still be a proponent of having Andrew McCutcheon join this Cardinals team. I think he'd be a great fit, uh, just personality-wise, as a part of that clubhouse, former NL MVP. Not a full-time player anymore, okay? He's 36 years old, but he's not a guy who couldn't give you a hundred games if you needed him to play in a hundred games either. I mean, he did just fine with Milwaukee this year. Uh, MLB.com did a little bit of a write-up on him and uh, thinks that Seattle, Arizona could be good spots for McCutcheon to land. But again, if, if the Cardinals do decide to make any moves by trading some of their outfielders to get any starting pitching, then I'm keeping Andrew McCutcheon close. Like I'm, I'm keeping him on speed dial as well saying, Hey dude, don't go too far. Cause I just, I love his makeup. He's always been a popular guy on any team that he's been on. And I think he'd be a great fit. I think he'd be an amazing fit on this team. Uh, another name that was brought up and uh, this is one that I hadn't heard much about, but was uh, former giants first baseman, Brandon belt. And the more I dug into it, the more I'm like, yeah, I kind of like this uh, Brandon belt still out there. An intriguing player to me. Now, he's going to be 35, so he's no spring chicken, but he's got some talent. 
And last year, he didn't get a chance to show it off very often. Uh, 2022 was rough for him. He dealt with a knee injury and was limited to under 300 bats last year. So in his numbers, they weren't great. But, but in 140 games over the 2020 to tw- in 2021 season, Brandon Belt hit 285 with 38 home runs and had an OPS plus of 165. 165. MLB.com points out that the only people he trailed in Major League Baseball in that category over that span, Bryce Harper and Juan Soto. So, Matt, though, you got those two, and you know the level of a player those guys are, right? They're the $300 million guys. And then Brandon Belt coming up behind them as far as OPS plus between 2020 and 2021, all right? Was last year the beginning of the end for Brandon Belt? I don't know. But I had mentioned before that before he signed with the Cubs, I brought up how Eric Hosmer was an interesting fit for this Cardinals team as a left-handed backup first baseman. He would kind of fill that Albert Pujols role that is now vacant. I know you've got Juan Yepes, but I'm just saying, if you want a veteran bat off the bench who swings the bat left-handed, Brandon Belt would fit that same role. And I can't imagine he'd be all that expensive right now coming off an injury-plagued year. He's 35. Another guy that I feel like would be a good fit on this St. Louis Cardinals team. Like, he's just a good guy. He's a great personality on the team. Uh, He's not somebody that's going to come in and rock the boat. Like, he was one of the main captain-type guys in San Francisco. Uh, MLB.com also brings up DH Nelson Cruz and outfielder Adam Duvall as guys who still have something to offer and are still available. But another right-handed bat isn't exactly what this team needs, is it? You know, um, they've got switch hitters, Tommy Edmond and Dylan Carlson, who can hit from the right side. And then you've got right-handed hitters, Tyler O'Neill, Nolan Arnato, Paul Goldschmidt, Wilson Contreras, Juan Yepes, Paul DeYoung. I know he's still on the team though. Andrew Kisner. Uh, Moises Gomez, Jordan Walker. I mean, all these guys are right-handed, okay? So you don't really need another right-handed bat, do you? I don't think so. So those guys don't interest me much. But I don't know. What do you guys think below? Let me know. What do you think about Brandon Belt coming in on a one-year deal or uh, either one of those left-handed pitchers or both? You know, does uh, Andrew Chafin do something for you? I know the mustache does a lot for you, but does he what he offers on the mound, do anything for you, or Matt Moore. Which one of those two would you prefer to have instead? Let me know in the comments down below on our YouTube channel. Once again, thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked on MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Now tomorrow, barring any breaking news for the team, I want to break down, because we've discussed how much outfield depth the Cardinals have right now, I want to break down which outfielders are the most expendable and could be moved to help find more pitching for the 2023 Cardinals. That's what we plan on doing tomorrow. So make sure you come back and join us. Like, subscribe on YouTube, follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio, and uh, you're the best fans in baseball for a reason. Always remember that, and I'll see you next time on Locked on Cardinals. 